Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Prog Talks. Welcome back to uh, to the Prog Talks and welcome back after the summer break. Um, before we jump into today's topic and welcome today's guests, as always, please don't forget to get us a cup of coffee and you can also get this cup without the coffee in our merch store. Uh, it helps us out a lot. And now all the way from Australia calling Mike Mills from Toe Hider. How are you doing, Mike? I'm great. How are you? I'm good, thanks. It's uh, 12 midday here in Munich, Germany. Um, it's evening all the way down under, right? Yeah, that's a window behind me. It's, it's pitch black out there. It's about eight, eight in the evening. Yeah. Wow, all right. So, um, Mike, you got a new album coming out with Toe Hider as we record this next week, uh, September 9th. And the album is called I Have Little to No Memory of These Memories. Do you have any memories of recording this album? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's been a... Uh, I, I, well, I think I started working on this record uh, before the pandemic, well, before all of the lockdowns started, so maybe 2019 or something like that, maybe even slightly earlier. Um, but um, as, the, as the lockdowns happened, um, uh, not much work actually got, got done so, uh, until, until uh, things started to open up again. So it, uh, it's been, uh, I do have some memory of, of, of it, though. It's, 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 it's taken two or three years to put together, but... Um, It feels good to finally have it done. So, so you started working on it uh, before the previous album, I Like It, was released because that one was out in 2020, right? That's right. Yeah. So um, I was working. Yeah, I, I, had a, I had a bit of the music done already. Um, at the same time, I released I Like It. And, yeah, then, and, and the concept as well, was that clear from the very beginning that you wanted to do a 47-minute song? Um, not really. I mean, the, the story um, of, the, of the album has been floating around in my head since probably since far back as high school or something. But, um, but the idea to, to do a full, um, a one big continuous long piece of music um, only really happened um, maybe I'll, I was halfway through the album or something like that it's hard to remember <laughs> I think that's when it was there. so um, it's quite a big jump from uh, uh, composing 49, 49 songs is that correct for I Like It uh, and then together with your patron uh, patrons uh, you, you decided which ones were going on the album I Like It um, now it was just one big chunk of music. Um, but of course there's different sections and there's different moods and styles and, 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 and whatnot. And, uh, you also released a, a single, so to speak, like, a, like how, how was, was it to, to find a section that you thought might work as a single? Um, well, that particular section um, was written. Uh, it's probably one of the first um, sections I, I worked on on the, on the whole uh, song. And um, at that point, I, I really did just write it as a with the idea of it just being a single song. So, um, oh, okay, so that was that was quite simple. It was quite quite an easy decision to make. 
<laughs> um, yeah, it, I, I had the the opportunity to listen to to the album already, and um, so it starts with this kind of a cappella section, and then there's uh, at one point there's this single section, and then there's a slower section that I feel like it's kind of a tribute to Ronnie James D or something. Um, okay. I think that would that would work as a as a standalone song as well. Because it's just so different from 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 the rest, but the the one you chose is obviously like very typical toe hider hyperactive stuff with lots of backing vocals and very fast and quirky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I know the section you mean. And um, it's uh, around twenty minutes in, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of like kind of quite a slow slow paced kind of thing um yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a huge fan of Dio. I, I love um particularly the 90s albums like strange highways and angry machines and stuff i think they're really raw and really heavy and really quite complicated like some of the music's quite complex as well um uh so yeah that's uh that's exactly the kind of vibe that i was going for with that part so yeah, that's good that you recognize that's cool great so um for for those who maybe haven't heard of toe hider or are not that familiar with the project it's mainly you whereas the music is concerned you do all the stuff and then there's andy saltmarsh doing the visuals drawings and all that um keeping with the music i'm i'm always wondering when when there's a there's a project band or a just an artist releasing music on a, on his own on their own that they that they you 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 really dependent only on yourself on your skills i saw you 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 picked up playing the drums as well before being known <laughs> as a prolific singer and guitarist and so i'm uh at one at one point i was just wondering what comes next which which uh which instrument uh are you gonna learn next and uh on the other hand the other the, the second question uh would be um do you think it's it's for you personally rather a, an advantage or a disadvantage to ha to having a, a full band of specialists on their instruments um okay yeah sure um the The uh, I start when I first started doing the toe hider thing. It was um, out of a response of um, I guess kind of getting frustrated um, with the more band oriented approach of of rehearsing parts or or, or in, in my particular case the band before I was this one we, we we tried to write music together as a three piece band and um, it was a very slow. Um, slow process because everybody had to sign off on all the songs and we were constantly making changes. So um, once that band more or less fell apart, I really took it upon myself to um, just, yeah, just try to do everything myself so I wouldn't have to rely on anyone else and I could get things done a lot quicker. And um, um, so, yeah, I, I, um, I, I, at that point I was a singer and guitar player, but I'd also dabbled in drums. I, I did a maybe a few shows here and there playing drums. Um, but I was certainly no, uh, you know, like it, it was still quite a primitive player. So over the years, um, the, the toe hider music has always kind of been a mixture of um, drums that I've played 
and um, some of the more fancy sounding drum fills and things were programmed or played at half speed and then I'd speed them up and use all sorts of studio to kind of get through it. Um, and I've just sort of gotten more and more into practicing drums over the years and um, um, yeah, it's, 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 especially, especially in lockdown actually, there's it it a lot of fun so we've gotten through it. Um, but um, I'm, a, I'm a lousy lousy keyboard player. I um, I try to sit down and I try to practice and, and um, work at it, but for, for whatever reason, I just can't seem to get anything to speak. So, so the, the majority of keyboard parts on on the albums is sequenced or programmed. Um, <laughs> but you know, maybe maybe I'll find the motivation. So maybe one day it will click for me. But um, we'll, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Yeah, we 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 are uh, we already uh, mentioned uh, your Patreon campaign briefly. That was pretty vital to, especially the previous album, but also I think um, during the last two years, everyone knows that it's been a strange couple of years now. And um, so, how how important was it for you to have this Patreon community to to keep you going and keep keep things afloat? during this period it was absolutely vital yeah i think um um i wouldn't have been able to get through it and had, had, had that tremendous amount of support from the people that have been on patreon so um every, everything else kind of fell apart and um in terms of other sources of income and, and things like that um and uh, the patrons were just were really there for us yeah, extremely grateful that it um, that it worked out the way it did. Um, have some really really dedicated people who are very invested in um, in, in what we're doing here. Um, so I really want to honour that, and I'm, yeah, I can't, I can't thank them enough. Really, it's, it's overwhelming. It's great. Wonderful. You also did did uh, like a a lot of streaming um, like last year, the full moon streams, and now. You're still streaming regularly, I think, uh, twice a week on Twitch, even. Uh, and you also did a couple of 24 hour streams uh, on New Year's Eve, for example. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, how, how do you prepare? Do you prepare at all for a stream or do you just let, like, let the camera or the stream roll and see where it leads? <laughs> um, yeah, um, a little bit of both, really. Um, uh, I do a lot of cover songs and things on there as well. So I'm usually trying to prepare for that. Learning not only learning the song, but also recording backing tracks that I can kind of play along with and all of the rest of it. Um, but for those bigger, more epic 24 hour streams, um, it's like actually less planning, I think. Like, it's really just sitting if we can get through it and not fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're a lot of fun. Um, I haven't actually done any streaming for maybe the last month or so, so I've been I've been busy um, moving into a new studio space. But um, oh, but that's okay. all kind of finished now. So hopefully we'll get back into it once the album comes out in a week or two. Be good. Cool. Um, and how, how many times do you get a request to play uh, that Cage Bush song? <laughs> <laughs> um, I've done it a few times on stream. Um, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's an interesting 
that's a touchy subject you're touching on there. So uh, proceed. With I, I just, I just, I just wanted to say, is it, is it a, a more blessing or a curse? Uh, it actually turned out. Uh, it kind of fried my brain a little bit having the, having that video go somewhat viral and just deleting it off my YouTube because it was getting so much more attention than as co- as cover songs usually do. You know, people are more drawn to things that they're familiar with, which makes sense. But um, yeah, I think uh, it was really didn't want to go down the path of a YouTube cover artist. I, I wanted to put more importance on stuff I was writing. So um, yeah, I had to had to had to take it down. <laughs> but it's still up there. Someone someone else has put it up there, so it's still available in some form. This is the internet, after all. The things always happening around. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Speaking of the internet, you 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 have some. Uh, every now and then, you come up with fun questions on your on your social media, and uh, one I thought was particularly funny. Uh, you said that artists are either overrated or underrated, and uh, you were asking your fans which artist do you think is adequately rated. Um, so so I wanted. Well, Give the question back to you. What do you think? Well, is there any artist you think is adequately rated? <laughs> oh yeah, I'll have to think about that. That's a I haven't actually thought about that myself. Um, a band that's adequately rated, I would say, would be someone like Iron Maiden. How about that? That's a pretty solid answer. I think they they seem to have a lot of uh, they've worked extremely hard to get to that point where they're at and um i think i think their success is kind of justified so i think they're pretty fairly rated i would say yeah solid answer i i have the feeling that 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 a lot of um a lot of the bigger bands i don't know like uh tool or uh, there's so many bands that that are that have like super diehard fans that and 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 they can do nothing wrong and everything is godlike what they put out so uh when you look uh, or listen to those fans it's uh, i think it's always uh more in the direction of overrated (laughs) (laughs) because it's just like blindly following and saying oh my god these are geniuses they are so amazing they everything they put out it's pure gold and <laughs> yeah it's like it's it's um it's really that brand loyalty uh thing and it happens with with products as, as much as it does with artists as well like for, for whatever reason um the human brain has a tendency to connect with things and sometimes it connects so it fuses so hard so heavily that um it's hard to break out from that yeah, it's 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 become becomes a bit obsessive. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I mean, which which is fine. I think a lot of those uh, bands. Also, there's also smaller bands, of course, with with super dedicated hardcore fans, um, and 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 some of their success is um, also thanks to them. Um, but but I, I, sometimes I have the feeling, huh. Come on, there's other bands that are good as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. 
So yeah, coinciding with the new album uh, release, I have little to no memory of these memories. You, of course, you also put out some new merch and I just saw the gorgeous new Stork t-shirt in lovely purple. I just thought, damn, I would love to have it, but then I would put it on and you wouldn't be able to read the logo. (laughs) (laughs) You have to tie it up into it or plait it like a Viking style or something. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I should have put it a little lower maybe. (laughs) Yeah. um, So, yeah, there's there's Tohada merch out there. and there's also Bandcamp Friday again. Actually, today, as we're recording this, September second, um, there is the 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 first of a new string of Bandcamp Fridays. Next week, when the when the album's gonna come out, there's no Bandcamp Friday, but do get it anyways. Or at least next uh, month, it should be on um, October seventh, I think. No. Yeah, that's it. Should would be the first Friday in October. Um, so do mark your calendars um, for the release of I have little to no memory of these memories on September 9th and then the next Bandcamp Friday on October 7th if I'm uh, not mistaken um, now as you are a one man band and well the pandemic is not over, but there's live music at least uh, possible again in most of the world. Um, is there any plans at any point for you to 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 get back with some people on stage to play Tohida for a live audience, not only through streaming? Um, yeah, I have been talking to um, talking to the guys that are playing. Uh, in Australia with here and we, we really want to do it and we really want to honor that idea of you know band releases of concept albums so they go out and play the entire album but we've also faced with the problem that um, we also got an album that came out a couple of years ago that um, never played any of those songs live either so uh, and you know as you say it's a it's a it's a one-man recording project, and I'm I'm really not uh, of them, for better or worse. I never really think about, oh, this will work live or this won't work. Live, Playability. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, and I'm in two minds with the you know the current trend of bands going out and playing with backing tracks and things like that. I, once again, I can see advantages and disadvantages to that. So. There's a few, there's a little few little problem solving things I have to work out in my head first, but but uh, the want to do it is definitely there. <clears throat> I would love to go out and play some some of these uh, songs and some of this music live for the people. <laughs> well, um, if, the, if if you play the 47 minute uh, new album, new song <laughs> in its entirety, mm-hmm. there uh, there should be still a couple of. Uh, um, spots left for other songs uh, to play yeah. in a in a decent set time in a decent playing time right <laughs> yeah i think so yeah if we sort of aim for the you know 60 to 90 minute set then maybe that would be achievable but um we'll see what happens yeah but yeah definitely the um the one to do it is there yeah, for, for for us here in germany uh, or in europe i i i, I mean to say uh, uh, 
in the last years, let's say, yeah, <laughs> before the pandemic, uh, the, the the best chance of seeing you live was uh, with the Aryan shows in the Netherlands, of course. And I think the Aryan community is also uh, e eagerly and anxiously waiting on any announcement of any uh, further Aryan live show, perhaps next year, hopefully next uh, fall in 2023. And uh, yeah, I, I would assume if that's going to happen, that you, you're going to be part of it as well again. Um, well, yeah, I, um, I, yeah, as I've said before, with, with anything that Aryan does, <laughs> Any any chance to be involved in what he's doing is, um, you know, I would definitely jump at the chance. So hopefully that's uh, hopefully what you said is true. Hopefully there's some some, uh, some plans to do some things next year. That'd be great. Yeah, and 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 I would say bring bring it bring your mates and 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 do some Tohaida gigs around it. Yeah, well, I've actually um, I've got uh, a, a Swedish bass player and drummer who. Um, We've done some festivals and, and some shows. Yeah, I remember uh, you played you played Prog Power, right? Prog Power, that's right, yeah. Yeah. yeah, a couple of years ago. Yeah, we also played some some shows with uh, another Australian band who's broken up now called The Beards. I don't know if you know that band. They, all of their songs are about beards. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta check them. <laughs> really good band. Yeah, unfortunately they they um they stopped playing uh, a few years ago now. So it would be. Yeah, it would be great to, to go and play some some shows in, in Europe. I feel like Toehider is actually a lot more popular in Europe than it is in Australia. For whatever reason, I can't get people to to, to be interested. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is. Something just doesn't land. But um, in Europe, it's definitely a little bit more. Uh, um, yeah, talking about Australia, from here it looks like the, the, the prog scene seems to be pretty all right there i mean a lot of amazing prog bands coming from there and also i like uh, a couple of cool tours or also touring festivals like um i don't know prog fest or whatever the name was there's like um so any any chance to 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 get on that uh, bandwagon? I I, <laughs> yeah sure um i haven't really heard we we Actually, Tohider has done every prog fest since its inception back in maybe 2010. Oh. And um, it's, it started out um, being, you know, just a, a, an Australian band only kind of festival. But then it's in recent years, it's sort of branched out to get bands like Lacrosse or uh, trying to think of other bands that were, uh, there was uh, uh, the Ocean Collective, I think. I'm trying to think of who who uh, headlined it last time, but um, I haven't heard since obviously since pandemic. I'm not sure what the situation is with the Australian progress shows, but um, we'll always hopefully we'll always be a part of that. We go back a long time with the with the organisers of that festival, so it would be good if that kicked off again. Yeah, I think th those those uh, little festivals. I don't know the don't don't know the size, uh, but but those those smaller festivals also like Prog Power Europe. They're like a real beautiful hub of uh, just music lovers coming together and and celebrating live music. Uh, their favorite kind, the prog kind. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like the, the the vibe on those festivals is always you know the the, the focus is. Is one hundred percent on the music and not about um, getting yeah. wasted. 
Yeah, this this year this year I was lucky enough already to to that I I could attend uh, prognosis um, and then radar festival and at mm-hmm. the end of the month uh, beginning of October there's gonna be the next Proc Power Europe which I'm super looking forward to very very yeah. stoked. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's so great to have live music back. I hope you you guys will figure it out and we'll also be able to perform. I have little to no memory of these memories live. Um, you guys out there, thank you for listening. And don't forget to check out Toehider on the socials. We're going to link it on, on screen and in the description and everywhere as always. Um, check uh, Toehider out on Twitch and on Patreon as well, not only on the regular socials very important and uh yeah uh mike thank you so much for taking the time all the best with the new album with that long name and the long playing time <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so everything about it's long well thank you man. thanks for the opportunity to, to chat with you today it's been great um yeah so signing out for today one last little reminder of that cup of coffee and don't forget to Actually, check out our socials you- <laughs> As you held that up, you'll need to link me as, as where I can get one of those mugs as well. Because I'm I will. A big fan of mugs, prop space mug. <laughs> <laughs> we got a few, like also black one and stuff um, in our online shop. Um, yeah, that's it for today. Um, hopefully, see you next week uh, with another guest. And until then, take care of yourselves and your loved ones and uh, keep spreading that prog love.